Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the M&M Podcast. Not the M Podcast, because it's only Matt and Mike. No, Maggie, Matt, and Mike. Okay, fine. I'm not changing the name of the podcast. I am sticking to Real Film Nerds. It's been successful very minorly up to this point. I have a radio show now with my mom, so I'm going to stick with it. Real Film Nerds podcast episode number, oh, hell, I didn't look it up. Uh, I think it's 235 or 225. Uh, I think it's 225, Matt, but I'm not 100%. Mike, you're the one that has the uh, iPad or iPhone or iWatch or I touch myself. So why don't you look it up? Look it up real quick on realfilmnerds.com. Huh? <laughs> All right, Matt. I will. So again, as I was stating, this is not the mm podcast or the mm podcast. It is the Real Film Nerds podcast. And my name is Matt. I am one of your two hosts. With me is always my good buddy on the other side of the planet, not wearing a band shirt for once, but he is wearing a shirt, has a shark on it. Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. Yeah, no, I'm not wearing a band shirt. It is ironic. Uh, Matt, you're right. It's 2.35, this episode. I, I always I always question myself. This is what happens when you're almost 40 and you've dated a lot of women and you can't seem to lock one down. You always question everything you do. Right, Mike? Uh, yeah, that's... A hundred percent. I I don't know what dating uh, and old oldness. Are, are you starting to get uh, what is it? CRS can't remember shit. Yeah, what's your name again? I forget. Nah. Well, it, it goes along with my MPAL. I'm I'm a massive sufferer of MPAL. What's MPAL? Male pattern ass loss. <laughs> See, you laugh at that. I've told other people that that joke here and in, in Prescott, you know, when I'm taking people around, <laughs> nobody gets it. I think it's pretty freaking hilarious. It is pretty funny, man. So, all right, Mike. So, Real Film Nerds, episode number 235. We got it straight. We are talking about a movie that Mike kind of suggested. And I was like, oh, let's do it because, you know, who doesn't like a hot, naked Hugh Jackman, as my mom will talk about later from the radio show this morning. Now streaming on HBO Max and also in the theaters, Reminiscence. Mike, go ahead. Give us the rundown. All right, Matt. Uh, This movie was written and directed by Lisa Joy. It's starring Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Thindalwi Newton. uh, Come on, Mike. You should know that. It's from Westworld's Tandy Newton. Yeah, I I know, man. I know. And then... uh, it's uh, Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, and navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by a new client, May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears. He fights to learn the truth about her. So let's go ahead and roll right in. We're, we're like developing segments because I keep asking like the same things week after week. I don't know if it's working or not working because I don't know. I mean, I know Mags was working because our numbers went up. Now it's just me and you. I don't know if our number is going to go down now, but we'll see. So let's do the first segment as we start off. What are your first impressions of 
the Westworld creators film? Um, I don't know. It it was okay. There were there were parts of the movie that were interesting and 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 neat. Some of the uh, you know future uh, dystopian future stuff, but at the same time, some other parts of the movie were a little bit strange and. It was pretty slow, man. Pretty slow. Well, I think it was just okay as well. It was interesting. It had an interesting concept. There were a lot of things I really enjoyed. One of the things I am very disappointed about is they created this really unique, interesting world where Miami is almost completely underwater. For some reason, it's like almost a spiritual sequel to water world in a way because there's just water everybody where everybody's in boats they're trudging through water in town you never find out why there's so much water what happened they don't build too much more on the on everything that's surrounding these characters is more about the story which is fine but they they don't go into the world building and the memory stuff and how it came to be and all that other and how they used it in wars and there was so much left on the table that I wanted to know about versus what they gave us. Yeah, that's true. They did do a decent job and the, uh, the effects of the flooded like Venice style Miami were kind of cool, but they didn't really dwell on it and didn't talk about a lot of things. It just cause was kind of there. It was a set and it was great, but I would have liked to have known more, you know, cause I think that was one of the more interesting parts of the film. Uh, it's definitely very much in the vein of the later seasons of Westworld where the writers and directors are trying to say how much smarter they are than you. That's definitely what this movie is. Oh, really? Okay. In my All opinion, right. yeah. You know, how they have these twists and turns and things that don't make sense, and we can get into it in the spoiler section a little bit later. Okay. But I just, I don't know. I expected a lot more out of this film, I guess. Or actually, I don't know what I was expecting, and what I got wasn't what I expecting. I liked that it was a noir. I liked it was a mystery. I liked that it was very reminiscent of like the 20s and 30s storytelling that way. But it just, it was very slow. There was a lot of stuff that could have been chopped down. And then there was stuff I really would have liked to have known more about. Yeah, for sure, Matt. It, 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 it had a lot of potential. Fine, sum it up in one word while I sit here and go on and on and on. All right. Yeah, yeah. it had a lot of potential. Um, it seems like it had a good budget and stuff. Uh, I, I looked up, uh, Matt, this is an interesting fact. Uh, the director and writer, uh, Lisa Joy, is married to uh, Jonathan Nolan, which is the brother of Christopher Nolan, who helps write a lot of the Christopher Nolan movies. Okay, so I was trying to figure that out earlier when I was talking to the radio host. I didn't realize they were married until now, after you said it. I thought they were just partners because that's one of the big things why Westworld has been so in the way it's been is because Jonathan Nolan is a big writer on Westworld. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is his wife. Uh, when I was looking at, you know, looking for some MCU trivia, MCU tie-ins, I discovered that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I, I feel like that's why the budget was decent and stuff. Um, but we can get into some more details about some of the things that were a little bit different later on. So Matt, 
what are you drinking this fine afternoon, morning, evening, whatever time it is? <sighs> Michael, thank you so much for asking. You're too kind, sir. I am drinking what is known as the Big Blue Van Blueberry Wheat from a local brewery here in the Arizona area out of Lake Havasu City. It is the College Street Brew House. And it is very blueberry. In a good way or a bad way? It's not overpowering. It's just kind of a hint. I think it's okay. I, I could see uh, floating down a river or floating around Lake Havasu drinking a few of these. It's definitely a light beer. Okay. All right. Well, Matt, uh, because it's August and apparently the manufacturers deem August as fall, uh, I am drinking uh, Sam Adams' latest pumpkin creation called Jacko, and uh, it is, is quite fantastic, actually. Now, is this the start of all the pumpkin beers for you, Mike? So are you transitioning from Ippas to pumpkins? Um, I think they're going to make an appearance here and there, but I do try and save them until it's a little bit cooler weather in my neck of the woods. I don't know, man. I think you should start rolling. I think that's your new assignment. You have to drink nothing but a pumpkin beer from now until the end of Harvest Horror Fest. Well, I don't think I'll be able to find them because by the time October runs around, then according to the manufacturers of said beverages, then it's winter. No. False. Yeah, I know. I'm, ju- I'm just saying. They, they just jumped the gun. And then, like, it's summer in, like, January. In the words of Dwight, Dwight, Dwight. Dwight Schrute, false. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, Matt. I, I I know you're a huge Office fan. That's 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 pretty good. Honestly, who isn't an Office fan? I mean, okay, people have never seen it. Yeah, I hadn't seen it for a long time. I mean, for a long time, you're like, that's what she said, and I was like, what? What are we talking about? And now you've watched the whole thing through three or four times, and you own it on Blu-ray and DVD and VHS. Yeah, I had to I had to spring up a lot of money for that VHS coffee because somebody had to go and like convert it from DVD to VHS for me. But you know they charged me accordingly. Good, good. I'm glad you did it, Mike. I'm glad you did it. I know that that's how you prefer to watch movies. Um, it took us a while to get you off of Betamax and onto VHS, but we did it. We sure did. We sure did. Yeah, the the Betamax selection is so limited. You feel everything is very special when you watch it because you're like, you can't get this on Betamax anymore. You could never get it on Betamax normally. Well, all right, Mike. Speaking of special, how does reminiscence relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, man. Well, thanks for asking. This one was another kind of tough one, Matt, with the... uh, There's not a lot of characters in this movie. So uh, I had to dig a little bit deeper, and I was able to come up with the art director of this movie, uh, Matthew Gatlin. Also did uh, art direction on Avengers Endgame. Well, there you go. Mike keeps it alive. I thought you were going to try and shoehorn in Hugh Jackman somehow. No, no. I know Hugh Jackman's like a super stretch 
with the MCU, so I don't even try. I mean, I know since Disney or bought Fox, I don't know, it's kind of merging back in, and there's the trailer with the Deadpool, and and anyway, it's fine. We're good. Okay, so let's continue on into our spoiler section for Reminiscence. All right, dude. Let's do it. So I don't know what I should spoil first. I mean, the girl was hot. I kind of saw the thing coming where she was going to be the villain and that she planned it all out kind of thing. But then I didn't catch the end where I didn't predict the end where she really wasn't the villain, but was. But uh, anyways, whatever. I got you. I got you. Yeah, for me, Matt, there was a couple of fight scenes in this movie that were very strange. Um, the shooting scene in the bar in New Orleans was cool. Uh, it was a little short, but it was cool. Uh, but, like, there's a couple, like, hand-to-hand fighting scenes that were strange, man. Like, it seemed like they were shot odd, like, kind of wide and, like, I don't know. It just seemed odd to me. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, they weren't your typical fighting scenes they weren't anything special either so uh, are you talking about the one with uh cliff curtis where they like yeah. are fighting in like the water yeah that was kind of weird well the water fight but but before they get into the water and, and yeah it, it was just right. it just seemed odd yeah it's like they're trying to do the john wick thing but it didn't work well maybe maybe that's why it was weird <laughs> So, all right. Uh, I like I said earlier, I really liked the part that it was a noir and it was a voiceover by Hugh Jackman, and he was talking about what was going on in his head, and it was a mystery. I thought that was, I thought that worked really well. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't, you know, obviously, like you said, uh, I didn't see the ending coming. Uh, I didn't even really, I don't know. I wasn't super thinking he was actually going to find her. I just kind of thought it was just he was just going to keep turning up stones and then it was just kind of going to end. But he did eventually find her. So I I guess that's, or at least what happened. Um, The searching through memories was a kind of a strange thing. You know, it reminded me a lot of minority report in the like, because of the water stuff and like, you know, going in there and then looking at like people's memories on screens, even though like, I kind of like the fiber optic, like curtain thing that was cool um but i don't know it was very much a minority report or like inception you know it it was definitely a lot of different movies put together there was a lot of uh stealing i guess is a nice way to put it ah yes stealing okay um i can see how the memory thing can be addictive though i mean think about it mike what if you could relive like your first corn concert over and over and over again and feel like you were there. That would be pretty cool, man. That would be really cool. Or that fateful Red Hot Chili Peppers concert the one time we got floor tickets. Oh, yeah, man. When I just was like, hey, man, I got floor tickets. You're like, you did what? How did you get those? I have <laughs> never been able to get even like a fart away from the stage now. Like every single time I've tried to get Red Hot Chili Pepper tickets, I get screwed. And I'm in the damn fan club. That's what pisses me off. Oh, well. Yeah, dude, I I still don't know why I got those as good as I did, but I guess I just was at the right time, purchased it, and boom, boom, boom. Dude, that show was awesome. So much fun. It was awesome. 
But anyways, no, I, I see how the memory thing can be addictive because especially if it's something happening, imagine if it was like it went the other way and it was something dark and they were like torturing someone, making them relive a painful uh, dream or nightmare over and over and over again. Kind of like what they did to Cliff Curtis. I mean, that just seems uh, yeah. awful. It does seem awful. And and like they talked about the war and, and this is some of the stuff that you didn't really get um, more explanation about was, you know, the reason that they do this and they're good at it is they learned how to do it in, in the war. They were trained, but um, that would be terrible. I mean, it, it would be a great tool for us to use, but it'd be really hard on the people that were, um, you know, required to use it and he kind of mentions it a little bit but um yeah man that would be a really i mean a a great tool but also terrifying and it's because you would see into people's lives and you'd see the whole like the whole picture the other side and i'm sure it would be rough well and it's also seeing everything like it's not just like the war and what's going on but it's seeing like their families and their kids and what they do for fun and all that other stuff, you know, all their memories. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that would be rough. Like it would have been nice for them to say a little bit more about some of that stuff in the background, but I mean, it, it, the movie was already two hours, so maybe they were just trying to keep it, you know, in a decent runtime for once, you know, and not eight hours long of just different, uh, background, stuff dude it's still a two hour long freaking movie yes it still is a two hour freaking long movie it it felt a little bit longer than that yeah it was it it, i i felt like the that middle act was just slow man like it was just it's like the first act kind of just introducing you to things you get to meet our main characters and then that's that second act was just like Ooh, dragon, you know? And then, then the third one was picking back up, but I felt like the second one was huge and just slow. So, Mike, do you think this memory jogging would help with uh, my issue of CRS? Uh, yes, absolutely, for sure. Well, there's a great example in the movie. The reason why uh, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, a.k.a. May, came into the uh, memory place was because she lost her keys. And if she was not super hot, I doubt Hugh Jackman would have given her a free ride to figure out where she, her keys were. That's that's 100% true, Matt. Yep. And that's both metaphorical free ride and legitimate free ride. Oh, nice, Matt. Nice. I see what you did there. And yeah, you're right. Except for there was not a whole lot of nudity and sex in this movie like they tout it as rated r and there's all this violence and stuff going on and sex and drugs and rock and roll and i just didn't see it i don't think there was much of that stuff at all man no really i there was there was hints of it and you saw some things kind of but it wasn't no it wasn't really violent and it wasn't there's barely any cursing in it really right so why is it rated r i don't know man who knows? Oh, all right. Okay. Well, Mike, what else would you like to discuss about reminiscence? Hugh Jackman's butt? No, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm good. I'm good. You know, it was probably a stunt butt anyways. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was a stunt, but he can't. He can't be Wolverine forever. I know, dude. Although that's one thing that's interesting. Wolverine is not tall, and Hugh Jackman is like six foot. Yeah, I think he might be six foot or six foot one. Yeah, yeah he's at least six foot, and Wolverine's supposed to be short and like vicious. That's why he has the name of Wolverine. But anyways, that's beside the point. <laughs> Yeah, that's just some fancy camera tricks, man. You can make small people big and big people small. No problem. It's all about perspective. So I need to get some better cameras. Got it. So I can look smaller. Yes. So, all right, Mike, would you recommend people to watch this movie? So I don't think I would, really. It's not It's not that great. And if if it came down to choosing to watch this in the theater or something else, I'd say watch something else. And... I guess if you're streaming on HBO Max and you really have nothing else you want to watch, you could watch it. But I don't think people should really watch it. Well, Mike, I have a different opinion than you. I think this movie was just average. I do not think people should go and watch it in the theaters. I don't think it's worth it. But I do think if you have HBO Max and you have the time, it's worth a watch because Hugh Jackman, excellent performance at all as always. He's a very good actor and he delivers another knockout punch. Uh, the world building is really cool and really fun. This might be one of those ones where you put it on while you're like doing something else while you're like cooking dinner or I don't know, doing something else like sitting there reading a book. (laughs) No, I don't know. That would not work well. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. You loved it so much. You're like, hey, read a book while you're watching this movie. Yeah, I know. That that was a bad one. I was just trying to think of other examples, you know, like maybe you're cleaning your living room. You know, maybe that's one. Maybe not vacuuming so you can at least hear it. But it's not one where you need to pay a whole lot of attention at all times. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was okay, but I don't think it was great. I definitely think it could have been a hell of a lot better. Yeah, I li- I like some of the aspects of uh, some of the questions about like memory stuff and all the different things. Like that was neat, and the Miami thing was kind of neat, but they didn't really talk about it too much. So, all right, Mike, how many reels? I'm gonna give this one two out of five. Two out of five reels for the talent that is mysterious, Mike. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Mike, I am, I guess, falling into my old groove. I give it three out of five. Well, we are dealing with a, you know, it seems like I'm ripping up the movies again and, and you're you're loving them. So, interesting. I don't know if loving is the correct terminology. I just think this was average. Like I said, there's a lot of redeeming stuff. I really liked the, the settings. I liked that it was a noir. I loved Hugh Jackman's acting. Uh, I liked Rebecca Ferguson in it. I really liked Tandy, Tandy Newton. I thought she was great. Um, overall, it was just average. I mean, I don't think it was a really terrible movie, but I also don't think it was anything special. So that's why I'm like, if you have HBO Max, you might as well check it out. Why not? Okay, man. Hey, you know, we don't agree on everything. And and I'm a good big fan of the mind bending movies, and this one is kind of a mind bender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's no Donnie Darko, though. I love that movie. Oh, man, that movie. Wow. that That's that's a crazy movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome freaking movie. So speaking of awesome movies that we've been waiting for since June of 2020, uh, Mike, it is 
now technically your pick, even though you kind of picked this one too. What are we going to go and watch next week in the theaters? Because that's all we can watch. That's all. That's only place. Damn it. I cannot speak today. That is the only place we can watch it. What movie is that, Mike? We are going to go watch Candyman 2021, I guess. Or is it 2020? Because it was technically done 2020. I don't know. Well, is it, it's when it's released, right, right? It has not been released. So they're calling it 2021, even though I think they probably filmed it in like 2019. They probably did. The people who are in it probably don't even remember being in it. No, they're like, wow, my hair was way different. <laughs> But yes, I am looking forward to this one. It is Jordan Peele's reimagining of the Candyman. It's a spiritual sequel to the to the original from 1992. Yeah, that'll be fun, Matt. That'll be fun. I know it's not quite uh you know, Halloween Harvest Horror Fest, but um I think because this one's coming out and we've been waiting for it, might as well go catch it and you know, it should be fun. Well, all right, Mike. I don't have anything else. How about yourself, young man? I do not have anything else. Um, I guess I guess we can wrap it up then. Um, you know, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, follow us at the Twitters and Instagrams and Facebooks, and uh, you know, go out there, stream a movie, go watch a movie, and catch us on the next pod. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. He's here, the one, the only, the son of Ma Hinshaw. It's Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds podcast this morning on Magic 99.1. Good morning. Good morning, Lisa. That's a very true statement because I'm her only son. You are her only son. Mm-hmm. And where do you fall? Are you the baby of three or are you the middle boy? I'm in the middle. I have an older sister and a younger sister. It's and... a mat sandwich. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, they tortured me that way many times when I was growing up as a child. That is our job. Yeah, to torture. I, I wish I had a brother so I wouldn't have gotten beat up, beaten up so much. <laughs> well, that's just how the... Dicks fall. I don't know. That's how the ladies torture. That's how it happens, for sure. Let's talk <laughs> movies, shall we? Sure. Okay. What'd you think of Reminiscence? It was okay. It was okay. It was, it was okay. It was written and directed by Lisa Joy and uh, Christopher Nolan's brother. I'm forgetting his name. It's, uh, I don't know. I didn't sleep enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> they're the creators and uh, directors sometimes of Westworld. Okay. And so this movie is very much in that vein of Westworld where they're trying to trick you and it's a mind-bending movie and I really enjoy those kind of movies. Right. But the best part of this is the world building they did and they didn't build on the world. They introduce it to you but they don't really do much more than that. It's just okay. kind of there. Yeah. I wish there was a lot more to it than that. It's a futuristic world where something happened. I don't even know what happened. Okay. But... Miami is now 95% underwater and you're walking around on the streets and the streets are covered with water. And it's like, I want to know more about why the world is like this. Mm-hmm. Um, the basis of the movie is that you can go back into your memories and relive your memories as if they're happening right there and then, mm. and people get addicted to it. Sure. So that's a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. But on top of it, they throw this mystery noir over the top of it. 
which is cool. Yeah. I like that. That's fun. I, I, I haven't seen a good noir in a long time, okay. but it's just not, it kind of bounces around and it's just, it's really long. The story's just not super satisfying and they really try and trick you and it's just like, nah, tell me about all this cool stuff you're introducing. Okay. So right. that's my thoughts on it. Do you think it left the door open for another movie? They probably could make sequels, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think so because- I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, but you see Hugh Jackman's punishment is mm-hmm. a good way to put it, and okay. you see him as a much older man later in the film. All right. Okay. Very so good. Maybe if they do, but it wouldn't be these characters. Right. These other characters. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. How many reels are you gonna give it? I give it an average score of three out of five. I mean, three out of five. If if you have HBO Max, it's streaming on HBO Max until about halfway through September. Okay, well worth a watch on HBO Max. Right. Don't waste your money going to the theaters. Okay. It's it's good. Yeah. It's beautiful. Hugh Jackman is amazing as always. Is he he's, beautiful? He's very beautiful. Okay. My mom will be talking about that later. <laughs> I'm sure, she will. <laughs> but the, the acting is great. The sets are very beautiful. The, okay. I mean, everything's really really cool. It's perfect for a theater, but it's just. I wouldn't waste it. I mean, you, it's almost two hours. You seem a little unsatisfied. Yeah, yeah. I, I expected more. Well, you know, uh, it came in ninth at the box office, so yeah, you are alone. Good. It looks like uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 38%, IMDb 6 out of 10, Metacritic 47. So yeah, you're right there with them. And you saw what came in first again. I did. It was Family Guy. Close. Free Fast guy. A oh, free guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Ryan Reynolds movie. Yes. Just call it the Ryan Reynolds movie. The I'll Ryan know exactly movie. what you're talking about. Now you need to go watch it. Since, yeah. you know, I, I have said right. that is pretty much my favorite movie of the year so far. Yes, you did. And, you know, my sister, I just saw her over the weekend. She saw it and she loved it, too. She thought it was really funny. So you're going to have to go see it now, Lisa. Yeah. Oh, In the okay. theater. And, oh, really? Yeah. I told you I cannot stay awake. During movies in the theater, well, maybe you should I have to be able to rewind. <laughs> maybe go to the back and yeah. like sit next to an aisle. When you start falling asleep, get out and do some jumping jacks okay. and then sit back down. Uh, all right, okay, I'll try that. Because I mean, that's the only way you can see it. That's yeah. one reason why all okay, these. Okay, that's the only way to see that yep. movie is in the theater. Yep, that's why right. all these studios are jealous because it is just destroying compared, you know, post COVID, right? Destroying the box office more yeah. than any other movie has in the theaters to date. Okay, very I mean, it's good. just doing great. All so. right, all right, all right. You twist my arms. Once it snows, I'll go to the theater and see that movie. Deal? I hope it'll be out by then. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to be on Blu-ray by then. I mean, that'll be what, like three months from now. Right, right, right. Okay, what are we going to uh, review next week? Another COVID fatality. Mm-hmm. It's finally coming out. Yes. It was supposed to be out around Halloween. Right. It's a little early, but it'll still be fun. Yeah. Not my pick. No. I'm not a huge fan of horror films. Okay. But I don't mind them. Yeah. It's the... Um, I think it's a reimagining of Candyman. Of ca- oh no! Yep. I watched Candyman. Remember, you told me to watch it. Yeah. And I didn't Did, love it. Well, this one is the this, new one. Okay. This is, so we watched the old one, the original one, not mm-hmm. the old one, the original one. Right. A uh, few months ago, I think I don't yeah. remember exactly. Right. Because that was the day it was supposed to come out. Got you. That's right. And I did watch Candyman. And so we watched the old one in honor of that. Yeah, it was a part of our Halloween horror fest in October. That's exactly. what it was. That's yep. what it was. All yep. right. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. I'm not scared. Are you? You're not looking in a mirror. <laughs> I definitely do not look like a mirror to you. No, 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 you don't, Matt. You're you're a man. We're going to be chatting with Mahin Shah, Matt's mom, coming up next on Magic. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Is this Mahin Shah? 
Yes, this is Mom Hinshaw. How you doing this morning? Oh, just fine and perky. Yeah, you sound perky. Matt just gave us his review of Reminiscence. He gave it three out of five reels. What did you think of the movie? I enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't what I thought it would be. And uh, there was a lot of suspense in it. Okay. You know, yeah. what's going on here and how's this going to turn out? A very unusual romantic movie. Okay, an unusual romantic movie. Okay, that's fair enough. What what was your favorite thing about the movie? Uh, Actually, it's terrible. I like the song that she sings at the beginning. Okay. And I kept saying, I I know I have heard that song a lot, and I couldn't remember where. And then it dawned on me it was from Casablanca. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So old. I mean, I even knew the words, you know. Right. And I, at first, I wondered if the movie, the writer kind of, you know, used that song to make part of the movie, but he didn't really. He didn't. No, because it's very uh, suspenseful. Yes. And... Uh, Hugh was very attractive, and I'd watch it if it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying, Ma, your favorite part is not Hugh Jackman's butt? Do you see Hugh? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do that. you see Hugh Jackman's butt in the movie, Ma Hinshaw? Uh, yes, if you, uh, it was a flash. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, you wanted on there longer. Well, you know, you could have looked at it a little bit longer. I mean, if you turned around to get a sip of water, you, you, missed, you it. missed it. Yes. Matt, what did you think of Hugh Jackman's butt? I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, of uh, course. Of course. I mean, Most of us he's are. Got a great body there, man. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it, it was a good movie. I, I, I recommend it. And, you know, uh, I thought it was interesting. Not your usual. Did you, you like know, it better? Homework. Did you like it better than um, Fast Guy, or did you like Fast Guy better than this? What you mean, Free Guy? Oh, Free Guy. <laughs> Even my mom corrected you. Dang, I Lisa. I couldn't. I couldn't remember. Free Guy. Did you like Free Guy better? Who's better, Hugh Jackman or Ryan Reynolds? Oh, I liked Free Guy better. I went and saw it again with my daughter. Oh, nice. And uh, she didn't fall asleep. <laughs> But, but she no, did fall asleep I, during it, it reminiscence. Wasn't as as, it wasn't as good as Free Guy. No, okay. But it was still good. It, it was, was still good. good. You wouldn't waste your time on it. Okay, and tell my me. my husband says, I give it three, and he says, I have to give it three walkers. <laughs> three walkers instead of three cookies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three out of five walkers. All right. We'll go with that. All right, Mahinshaw? Okay. All right. Thank you. Lovely talking to you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So I wonder what your dad thought about Hugh Jackman's butt. I, I don't know. He didn't watch it with us. <laughs> we we watched it. We both watched it together uh, uh, when I was back home for my nephew's wedding this weekend. I love it. I love it. I love the Henshaw family. We'll be checking in with you again next week. Don't miss the podcast, you guys. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Lisa.